Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay. Remember Joseph Parker was a world champion. Now we have another young man who has his sights on a world championship fight. It's the WBO Cruiserweight World Title Fight. It's six weeks away. It'll be between our very own unbeaten... David Light against the champ Lawrence Ockley in Manchester. Six weeks away, and David Light joins us now here on SENZ. So, how are you feeling six weeks out, David? I'm good, man. You know, I'm um, I'm training hard. I've got uh, really good uh, tongue inspiring partners that are all six five, so they're matching the height of my opponents. So everything's going good. Yeah, how tough is that when you have to go? Okay, I'm going to have to fight bigger guys, train against bigger guys. How punishing is that? Oh, man, it's been pretty passing. You know, I've got um, Junior Farr and Matt Matika in my camp, and, um, you know, they're, they're putting it on me. They're not, uh, they're not giving me any easy out. So, uh, <laughs> Mate, you've, you, 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 you're up against giants. You're, you're facing giants. Yeah. I mean, what, but, what, but what is that teaching you, mate? What is it teaching you? Um, oh, it's just, you know, you've got, to be, you've got to be active, but it also teaches you just got to back yourself. You know, you've got to... Um, you just got to back your ability. You you don't have to think too much about what the other guy has. You got to you got to know what you're capable of and just go in there and do the job. I've I've seen Matt Mataika's uh, first pro fight, which he won pretty comfortably. How hard does he bang? How hard does he bang, mate? Yeah, he's um he's really skilled, you know, and he's got a good right hand. I think it's more his timing. He's got really good timing. He's got really good flow. Um, but that's exactly what I need. And um, yeah, I'm just really grateful to have him in the camp. Um, it's been good. We've been bashing each other, so that's exactly what we need, both of us. <laughs> so talk to us. We don't. I don't know much about Lawrence Ockley. What do you know about him? Um, I know he. You know, he won the WBO uh, title a few years ago, I think, in twenty twenty. Um, but he's been he's been pretty much hasn't fought in over a year now. I think he fought in January last year. So he's uh, he's six foot. Five though, um, he's pretty skinny. I think he wants to move up to heavyweight soon, but you know he's trying to dominate the cruiserweight division before he goes. But I'm there to stop him. Yeah, that's the yeah, that's what we all want you to do. But 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 we we always talk about Joseph Parker being a, a small heavyweight and coming up against taller guys. And the issue that JP sometimes has is trying to get inside the reach. How do you plan to get inside? Well, yeah, I think another thing with for Joe is that he's he's in an open division, you know. So the guys he's fighting are like can be any weight, you know, it can be well heavier than him. But my opponent still, you know, he's got that extra height, but he still has to be the same weight. So hopefully, it's it's not as a struggle to get inside and wrestle with him. And so I just have to I have to keep my movement going, you know, keep on the outside. Keep he's he's really rangy and stuff. But I know that if I get in close, and which will happen, you know, stepping to the side and all that. I just got to work my ass off when I'm there. Yeah, but you mentioned the word wrestle. Do you think it might get down to that if you are struggling early in the rounds? And I'm not saying you're going to struggle, but it must take a couple of rounds at least to try and figure out your own range. Yeah, it does a bit, but I think that's what I'm doing with the sparring now. You know, I'm, I've got 
you know, um, I think Junior Fuzz probably taller than him, probably more rangy, and I'm working with him and, and working on around that. So hopefully by the time it comes to the fight, I'm not having to figure out too much. I've already got it basically mostly sorted out. So I think, yeah, I'm feeling really good about this fight. Um, yeah, I think i got a real chance here. This is the fight that I've wanted for ages. So I've been thinking a lot about it, planning, strategizing. And I feel ready for it. Are you a visualizer? Oh, yeah, massively, massively. Uh, I think it's so important. Um, something that I think a lot of New Zealand sports, maybe not so much the All Blacks, but other people are behind the rest of the world in. You know, you got to, you can't have anything on the fight night be a surprise to you. You got to like take in all possibilities and um, and just imagine, you know, going through it, how you're going to deal with it. And I've done that, you know, my last few fights. So it's been a massive help. At what point on finite do you start visualising, or does the process start a lot earlier? Oh, way early, you know. I've been um, visualising for months, you know. Every every night when I'm going to bed, um, I'm seeing what shots are coming at me, what shots I'm landing, how things are going. <laughs> so, um, you know, watching tape and all that kind of thing. I, I think it's just, it's, that's been a massive um, thing for me in, in um, probably the last couple of years and just really getting into the zone and making sure that, you know, you're ready on fight night because you've been over and over and over in your head is coming it, up to the fight. David, is it something you have to learn? Because, you know, you, you're going to you're on fight night, you're going to have people f- wanting you to, you to sign things, they want to talk to you, you've got cameras mm. in your faces, you've got flashes going off. So at what point do you switch on, as it were, into fight mode? Um, yeah, it's probably, you know, when you get into that changing room and you know that the next step you're going to be doing is going out into the fight that's probably where you you know you really hit that fight mode and um, try and really get your mentality where where you want it you don't want to do it too much earlier than that because then you you know can get into nerves and that kind of thing so i'd say it's 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 in that it's in that waiting room where you're warming up and that kind of thing that's where you're really starting to get into the mode does visualization get rid of those nerves yeah i think in a big way it does like for me, it does anyway. I can't speak for other people, but for me, it, it, when you've been over and over and over it and then you just let it go and you just trust what you've done, you trust all the visualization that you've done, you trust that you've got the potential and that you've got the keys to, to the victory and you just let it happen. Um, you kind of just forget about everything after that and don't let yourself be nervous because there's no point. <laughs> you've done everything else you can do. Do you think you and Isaac Peach, your trainer, are complete opposites are you the perfect chalk and cheese combination because Isaac as much as he <laughs> goes off and drops a million f-bombs in the corner he's actually quite a quiet yeah. fellow like you but there's the, like on fight night it's, it appears complete opposites how do you guys interact and why does it work so well oh uh, yeah I think we're the perfect uh, yin and yang uh, combination eh? like, yeah it's just I know that no matter what if there's anything even a little bit out of the line with the ref or the judges or anything that Isaac's going to explode and you know maybe that's not the best strategy but I know 100% that he's behind me and uh, you need that you need to know that you've got people around you that are going to do whatever put themselves on the line for you absolutely and I know that I have that with Isaac so that gives me a lot of confidence and it gives takes a lot of pressure off my shoulders knowing that I have someone like that in my corner that's one part of the Isaac Peach equation. What's he like as a trainer? I know that's a really simple question to ask, but what does he? What has he taught you that you would never maybe have got from anyone else? 
Oh man, it's just, I think it's just the simplicity of it, really. I think people try and make it such a complicated equation because they think, oh, well, you know, there has to be some secret towards making a champion. But with Isaac, it's just really simple. It's just do the hard work, go over and over and over what you need to be doing, like just smash out the basics of fighting um, and then just, you know, make sure that your your heart is 100% behind yourself and you 100% believe. And, you know, we now that you're seeing peach boxing being talked about all over the world um, because of that simple formula, but it's just making sure you're turning up every day and bringing that same energy and and not letting it get too complicated. That's really all I think it is. I, I think there isn't really any magic to it. It's just we do the simple things that other people aren't really willing to do. Do you think the fact that Isaac was a boxer himself gives him an advantage of knowing what a boxer goes through mentally in the ring? Oh, absolutely. Um, Isaac won some good fights in his day, uh, you know, through pretty much nothing but grit. So he knows what you need uh, in your mentality to be able to be a good fighter. And um, he knows what you need in your makeup and the will that you need to have. Um, and he's really good at identifying that um, because he was that guy. So, yeah, I 100% believe um, from his past as a boxer, that makes him a good trainer. I was reading a story the other day, David, that suggested after you lost your final, I think it was 41st uh, amateur fight, you gave it up. You were going to give it away. Why? Oh, 100%. Oh, I, um, Isaac wasn't training anyone at that time. Um, I was just looking around at the coaches. Uh, I kind of had a falling out with my coach and, and at the time, you know, I used to talk so much crap about pro boxing because I believed that amateur boxing was uh, the better, the better art form. Yeah, actually, <laughs> I think I, think I think I remember that too. I think I remember that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, <laughs> would have looked like a bit of a hypocrite, but you know, I sort of just um, just waltzed back into pro boxing, thinking nothing of it. Isaac said, "Just come train with us." He just started training people, so I thought, oh, "Yeah, why not?" Um, and then, you know, all of a sudden he's like, we're going to make you a world champion. And I'm like, all right. And uh, here we are. <laughs> so so right from the get-go, did did Isaac see in you the potential to be a world champion? Right from the start. Yeah, he was, um, even at the end of my amateur career, he was talking about, because he wasn't training people at that time, he was talking about different pro coaches I could go with. And um, he was telling me he's been basically nagging me for the years, two years that I was off. He was saying, come to the gym, come to the gym, come to the gym. And finally I took him up on it. And um, yeah, yeah, he always saw it. He sees, yeah, he's really good at picking up potential in people. It's, it's kind of, I don't know, it's like a sixth sense for him. <laughs> well, you, you're in a very good gym now because you've got the likes of Andre Mikhailovich, you've got Jerome Pampalone. I think Matt Matajka yeah. has now joined the gym. And then, of course, you've got a potential yeah. world champion and, and Miyamoto. What's it like yeah. being in that environment? Can you describe the environment for people to under, let people understand why this is such a strong gym? Yeah, I think that's the key word is environment. Is that like when you walk into the gym, you know that you're walking into a place that everyone's got the same goal, you know, and that's to be the best they can be. They can be world champion. It's um, no one's in there just to like, I don't know, try and make themselves a better person or anything. You know, it's 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 all about elite. Um, you know, getting to that elite level, and um, you feel it when you walk in the doors, and you don't want to be the one any of one of the days to just be letting that 
you know, letting that down, letting that environment down and, and contaminating that environment with your attitude or anything. Every, every day you turn up. And I think that's, that all stems from Isaac, the way the intensity that Isaac brings to the gym. Like there's no room for weakness in the gym and everyone understands that and you can feel it from everyone. I love that line, contaminating the environment. That's, that's that, that says a heck of a lot. Did you? What do your parents think of yeah. all this? <laughs> uh, they they worry a bit, but uh. <laughs> I mean, were you were you always going? Were you always going to be a boxer? I mean, when when you first put the gloves on, and said, "Mum and Dad, guess what I'm going to do?" And then now now you're now you're on the cusp of a world title. I'm pretty sure they. they uh, my dad liked it, but he thought I was only going to have about five fights. Um, and then later on, he was like, I think you're taking this a bit too fast. But uh, mum always thought it was a bit much. But, you know, they're real proud of me and real proud that I've made it as far as I have. And um, they're 100%, 100% behind me. So, yeah, I'm really lucky in that regard. Did you think you would make it this far? Hell no. No, nah, I, um, I, you know, when I, I just wanted to have a fight just to say that I'd done it. And then uh, I lost that fight, so I had another one, lost that finally lost like four fights. I was like, I gotta win a fight. Then I won my first fight and stopped the stopped the guy within the first minute. And I was like, that can't be it and then <laughs> after that I just got hooked. It's like it's honestly like a drug. Like you just you get hooked and then you you can't give it up. <laughs> so, so so okay, let's let's talk about the, the next six weeks. How often are you training? How many times a day and then when do you start the taper? Yeah, I'm training every day at the moment. Um we're going pretty, you know, we're going pretty hard every session, so um, you know it's once or twice a day, depending on what we've got, sparring or, or just really depends on what that is. Um, but pretty much training every day except Sunday. Um, oh, that's the Lord's day for me, and yep. um, then um, yeah, we start the taper when I leave. Um, we're trying to leave at least ten, twelve days before the fight, so that um, I can acclimatize because the fight's in Manchester, and then. Um, yeah, that's that's it. But that's basically how the last couple of fights have gone because I've fought over in Florida twice and I was lucky to get the wins over there. And, um, yeah, it's pretty much the same thing. So nothing's really that new for us. I mean, it's a bit further away, but, yeah, we're pretty sure we've got we've got it down pat Wow, how we're preparing for this. And, and, and I just get the sense you are quietly confident of being our next world champion. <laughs> well, that's good. That's what I want to be exuding, so... I'm happy with that. <laughs> you're doing you're doing the right thing, mate. I appreciate the time. Uh, the best no, of thank you, the, Stephen. Thanks for having me. Nah, you're more than welcome, mate. Uh, go well, and we'll we'll try and catch up with you maybe, but before you uh, jump on that plane, go get them, mate. Cheers, mate. Thank yeah, you. You're welcome. They're one of the nice guys running around. That's uh, David Light uh, up against Lawrence Oakley late March for the WBO Cruiserweight title.